last time on Dragon Ball Z. You're no match for my immense power now that I have leveled up. I'm gonna kill you, Frieza! All my wonderful eating powers will one day make me so beautiful and tall. Heimlich, that is me. I have eaten so many things in my time, but I only get shorter the more I eat. If only there was something I could eat that would make me 45 feet tall. <laughs> oh, I, I can't stand this sleeping one knocking down all my shit. <laughs> it's too big and I'm too helpless. So Wendell, I can't help but notice that it sounds like your plan there is pretty evil. No, the thing is, Pan, it sounds evil, but once I have enough of the bones, <laughs> then, then, and I burn them all in a big pile, then I will have enough sorcerer power to finally avenge, avenge the entity that, uh, that sacrificed itself in order to ensure my survival. Hello and welcome to Subtle Frequencies. Pfft, I mean, what's left to say? Everything's all, all messed up. Sleeping one. I guess it's good that he seems to stop and like play with the cars and get distracted on a pretty regular basis. But when that's not happening, there's quite a bit of uh, damage and bad things. And just it's really, uh, really bringing everybody down. But you know, what are you going to do? Got to keep working. So here we are. And I just wanted to take today to think about what do we know about similar sorts of creatures, large, strange beasts that uh, just destroy things. What do we know about combating them? And what can we take away from that and maybe apply it to this so that we don't all get killed? Maybe there's something. We're about to find out. Stay tuned. My guest today. Xander Brancatisano, he him, has been fighting strange beasts since he was a young adult. He enjoys being charming and fun to be around, but struggles with confrontation, unless it involves a sword or a gun, and also a strange beast. He is loyal to his superiors and can run any business you can think of, even though he's a little lazy. Confidence is key to Xander, but so is compromise. Xander believes in his friends. Well, uh, what's going on, man? Hello there, Pen. Just happy to be here. Happy to help out. Glad to have you, man. There's not that many people around who have your amount of experience dealing with these strange beasts. This is gonna be good, I think. I think we're gonna learn a lot. I've killed over 40 strange beasts in my life. Many of them not as tall as a building, you know, but getting close to there. Like how tall of a built Buildings come in many sizes. <laughs> Well, some of them are, are as tall as a skyscraper, like a smaller skyscraper, because, oh. you know, you want to you be able to see them poking out from behind the, the buildings and such. Sure. Some of those are about as big as a townhome, or perhaps a double wide. Okay, that's still very big. Still big. Still too big. Yeah, shockingly big. Which is why, you know, got to take them down. They're villains. Are they all villains? Yeah, for the most part, they're villains, yeah. Except for the times when, you know... Me and my mates, we get together and we, we make a big beast of our own, big strange beast. 
we use that beast oh. to fight the other strange beasts. That sounds cool as hell. Just another day on the job, you know, clocking in, clocking out, making sure we're doing what we're supposed to. Badass, dude. How did you get into that business? Well, I was trained uh, as a very small child. My mother was a very strange person. She put me in, in my jumpsuit and my helmet and she'd give me a, a big plastic sword. She told me to behead these sort of like strange beasts, but they were made out of cantaloupes and such. And she'd okay. throw fruit at me as well. And if I didn't cut it in half, then it would hit me in the head. And I'd be covered in the, you know, the melon soup that's inside. Yeah, I wouldn't want that. So I guess you could say that I was born for this or that I was made for this. Sounds like you were made for this. Probably. Yeah, that much is also true. Huh. Well, is it right that you're retired now or? Oh, yeah. That's why I'm not out there right now fighting the big strange beast. Right. I can't blame you. I mean, well, I've got bad knees and always doing the thing where you you jump down from killing the strange beast and you're covered in its blood and you you hit the ground and you you put one knee down and one knee up to look cool. And you look down and yeah. then you look up. It's hell on your knees and my doctor, I've got like 17 pins in there. Ah, oh, shoot. Can't go to the airport no more. You would think there would be like a form you could get from a medical professional. No, just can't that. go to the airport. One, because I'm a weapon. No. Registered as a weapon. Okay. Two, because during one of the strange beast battles, we destroyed an aeroplane. So I'm on a mm. no-fly list, but... All the joke I was trying to get to is that there's so much metal in me, I can't go through the detectors. Right, yeah, I kind of, I got that part. That was the joke, like, that was the bit. Right. Yeah, less accurate now, honestly, like, now that you've revealed more details. No, it's all about the plane I destroyed. They hate when you do that. Which was an accident, and I saved all the lives of the people on that plane. I guess that should even out, but even so. A lot of people say that they're dead, but they'd be wrong. Why do people say that? Because they didn't see me save them because it wasn't on the news. But they're all alive. And you could talk to my lawyer if you've got any more questions concerning that matter. Okay, I won't. I'll just move on. So, of all of these dozens of strange beasts that you fought, what would you say was the most difficult? Well, definitely the... I think his name was uh, Hector. Hector the Horrible. Okay. And he was big and tall. He was, a, he was the size of like a 40-foot building. And it's pretty big. The thing is, he had the two lobster claws for hands, which not super useful if you're trying to do tasks. And then got the big tail that also had another lobster claw on the back. But it was like a three-way claw. You know, like the normal claws did just got the two parts. Right. This yeah, one had three. They all kind of came together on a point. And if he got down on all fours, raised the tail and used the claw, he could shoot out like a like a big spicy beam. Big spicy beam. All right. And now uh, we know, you know, these days that you got to watch out for beams. It's been a hot topic of conversation. Powerful things. Absolutely. Well, how'd you deal with that? Well, I, my mates and I, we turned into a big robot mm -hmm. that was specifically for fighting the strange beasts. And it was my okay. idea as the leader of the group to use the sword that we had as the big, big robot to reflect this beam back onto him. And we did it. And he died. Oh, well, Also, so did clever. the three buildings behind him. They all fell down. And the thing that not a lot of people say is that anything that the beam touches does afterwards just completely reek of shellfish. Oh, grody. Um, you mentioned that you were the leader of the group. Yeah, that's true. I thought you were more of, like, a third in command. You were the green one, right? Yeah, I was the green one in the green garb. So wasn't your 
you operated the right arm? Yeah, that's sort of like the head of the arms. I guess. Nothing's going to happen if you don't use that right arm. I mean, you can use the left arm, you could use the legs. Yeah, but of the limbs, you know, the right arm is sort of the head of the of the limbs. So your mech was right-handed? Well, it was ambidextrous because another person was operating the other limb. So the mech doesn't prefer what one arm over the other, but mine was the one with the rockets in it. Okay, well, I mean, that is kick-ass for sure. What happened to the rest of the crew? Well, they're all on convention tours, press tours. One of them went to space recently. On a rocket ship? Yeah, like for fun. For like a gimmick. There's only 20 minutes of space, though. Sure, yeah. It's like... I talked to my agent, you know, I'm working on going to space. Huh. It's not easy because not a lot of people remember me as well as the others. A lot of people say I was comic relief. A lot of people were saying that I was there for show. But in a lot of ways, I was the leader. In a lot of ways, nothing would have happened without me. Hmm. And I've got the highest kill count, which is what really, that's the breast tax of it. Whatever happened to that gold ranger, that was sort of like someone that I looked up to quite a bit when I was younger. I think that his sword has been taken to someone else's. I'm on the discord for this, so I don't really, I don't know how those work. But I think there's somebody new. I think they got a new person to replace him. Kind of rings a bell. Actually, no, good for them. Uh, My sword, you know, haven't had that for a long time. After you retire, goes to someone else. Yeah, that explains why there's still a a person in green, a green costume, killing people. Well, they don't do all their own stunts. Oh. That's someone else. Is this a TV show or real life? Yeah. What? I think it was Shakespeare that said that, like... All of life is a television show. Oh. Like, all the world's that. a television show, as long as you turn the camera on. That doesn't sound right. Haven't been to school in a minute, you know? Sure. Yeah, me neither. So, did you bring me a present? What is that box? I know, just, I'll pick this up off the stoop there because, you know, worried that somebody would try to steal it. Figured you got this package delivered. It was just wrapped there and sitting on the stoop. Here you go. Oh, uh, thank you. I want to crack this bad boy open, so let's cut to some ads, and then we'll get to some callers and learn some stuff. Sounds Uh, rich. All right, let's do it. Hey there, moon stompers and rude girls. Cheswick Darton here to remind you to tune in to Pick It Up, your local wellspring of nonstop ska listening. Tired of the same old ska? Cheswick here's got everything from two-tone to fourth wave on a constant mix and mash to tickle your fancy. Remember to tune in every Wednesday from 8.15 to 11.45 p.m. and listen to Pick It Up or check out all of Chez's playlists online by searching for Pick It Up on Beat Dreamer. That's right, Pick It Up, all one word, on Beat Dreamer. That's all the time Chez has, so see you all on the Scottanic Airwaves. Huh. Why would someone send me a tape player? Doesn't seem right. I don't own any tapes. Whatever. Uh, for cool, got a tape player now. Um, that's fun. Let's see if I can't find some tapes later. For now, we've got the phones ringing, and it is a time to answer some of these calls. So let's do it. Uh, first caller, you're on. Hi, my name's Keith, and my pronouns are he, him, and I'm calling because me and my friends we're gonna save this town. Oh, oh, kick ass. Hello, Keith. 
Hi, you're one of my heroes. Oh, really? <laughs> Would you like an autograph? Absolutely. Yeah, that'll be ten ninety-five. Oh, well, maybe. Let me tell you about my friends and our plan to save this town. Okay, I'd like to hear it. Yeah, sure. We're going to form a Voltron. Are you allowed Voltron. to say that? I think that's copywritten. Well, it's not exactly the same Voltron. Ours is going to be a raccoon Voltron. We got really inspired by those raccoons that formed like a human, but they like Voltron style connected. Oh, yeah, that's a real rich. Yeah, that was cool. That's very rich. It was so cool. It's taken us a little bit of time to figure it out, but we finally did it. It's going to be great. So it's the opposite of what happened before, where, where before it was a bunch of raccoons making a person. You're a bunch of people making a raccoon. Yeah, with cars. Okay, so it's like an inverse. Yeah, it's a little fun. It yeah. is. Having a little bit of fun. Sounds real with our rich. friends. It's about friendship. It's about courage. It's about saving the day. What kind of cars are you going to use? Okay, question. Well, there's five of us, and each of us has a different colored car. My car is red. Okay. Okay. What kind of car is it? Is it, like, magic? Our one friend is a scientist. He's really good at welding. So he helped make our cars ready to become a Voltron. Not a lot of scientists out there that know how to weld. That's a bit of good luck on you there. Yeah. We're really lucky. Real. How much do you want for it? Well... I can't give it to you because I'm going to turn it into our raccoon Voltron. Yeah, but after you use the giant raccoon Voltron to kill the strange beast, how much you want for it? I need it to go to school. Hey, listen, um, I don't want to derail this negotiation, but there's a bit of a calamity happening and someone that we're talking to is sort of like promising to maybe fix it. So okay, I feel yeah. like we should really explore we that. We can maybe talk um, about... The negotiations once you've gone out there and used this giant Voltron raccoon to slay the sleeping one, who's no longer yeah. asleep. Yeah, we should really come up with a new name. We'll get there. So, caller, Keith, um, are y'all ready to do this, like, today? Or sort of what's the plan here? We're going to do it right now. Oh! So what? Each of us is at a different point on a five-way intersection. And to transform into the Voltron, we're gonna drive real fast into the center of the intersection. And we're gonna transform into Voltron. Wait, that's not... Okay. I know the intersection you're talking about because there's only one five-way intersection in town. It's a perfect intersection for a transformation. I don't think that this is a really good idea. Why not? Yeah, have you ever done this before? No, but it only makes sense. We're going to drive into the center of the intersection. We'll have a bright light. We'll spin around in the air. Our hair will change color. Our clothes will change. All of the cars will transform into a raccoon car Voltron. It only makes sense. I mean, it's worth a shot. Yeah, just go for it. Like, I assume you're doing this right now. Is your foot on the pedal? It is. Rev, rev. Put your seatbelt on. Yeah, is your seatbelt on? Are you wearing a helmet? Yes, and I have one of those cool seatbelts that goes... All the way around, rather than just like all across, across like. Oh, oh you've yeah, got like bucket good. seats with the with the big strips. It's very cool. All right, I'm ready to go. Three, two, one, go! Courage, freedom, friendship, fighting, water, 
fire. That didn't sound very good at all. No. Sounds like Caller? a rock proper Keith? mess. Keith, are you still there? We're here from the ghost hospital! Oh, that's not a good sign. I mean, it's great that they got there so fast. It's a great response time. But oh it's not goodness. good that they needed to show up. Gotta get you out of those burning cars! Into the oh. ghost hospital! Oh, that's Hooray! very bad. Let's get into the ambulance! Alright, back to the hospital! It's a real shame. I wanted to ask them what the condition in the car looked like, because I'd like to buy it still. But I assume that it was so bad that they didn't feel like remarking on it. Yeah, I mean, I think the condition has probably changed a bit in the last uh, minute or so. My hunt continues, I, I suppose. Tragic. Well, let's keep moving. Keith, I hope you get well soon. Yeah, but rest in God, peace, Keith. Hmm. I guess, I mean, if it has to be that way. Anyways, another caller. Got another caller right now. You're on. Hi, guys. This is uh, CRISPR. My pronouns are they, them. And I am just watching uh, just the really most amazing show right now. My client, uh, Fen Fanzig, better known as Gator King, is really showing up. I, I think that people should come out to see this. This is a really great show that we're, we're getting to witness here. Fen Fanzig, uh, better known as Gator King, has become huge. Oh. And I just... Whoa. Absolutely ginormous. And I just, I don't mean just like in our hearts. I mean, that was already the case. How did they accomplish this feat? Through magic. Gator magic. Cool. Yeah. So they take like a big nice. magic pill, get real tall. I wasn't there for the ritual, uh, but maybe there were pills. Did they step on a magical bug and then get cursed? I think it was more of uh, like a coming together with the gator spirits. Mm. And then okay. becoming fueled by that. Yeah. But you know what? Cool. We're going to get some merch together. I'm actually Gator King's publicist. So we're going to make sure that we're we're going to have some merch that's related maybe to that transformation. If that's what people are getting cool. excited about. Yeah. Badass. Absolutely. So is, is the Gator King big enough to, to fight the sleeping one? From what I'm seeing here, and they're they're kind of you know sizing each other up right now. They're about the mm. same size, uh, so okay. I think this is gonna be a good one. I think you know I'm a little biased, but I think Gator King's just a scooch taller. Is he kicking ass? Is he biting? Doing the death roll? No bites yet, but I'm I'm seeing a lot of uh, kind of pacing, recharging. Removing, so I think everyone wants to be, you know, getting out here, so that they can see what's going on. Maybe they should get away. There's a lot of casualties that happen from lucky lose, as we like to call them. Well, they don't want to miss the show. No, this is a lot like the second uh, battle of Manassas from the Civil War. You know, they put their picnic blankets out and they they got their goggles up so they could watch the battle, and then they all got blown away by cannons when the battle started. Well, I mean, everyone should be careful, right? And I want to make it very clear, like, if you if you get injured, that's not the responsibility of the Gator King or my talent agency. I'm um, selling tickets I, to I this. I don't want to miss out on a show. Okay, I think we're I think we're getting to the moment 
Uh, all right. Yeah, all right. Tell us what's happening. Yeah, so describe it in vivid detail. I'll do my best. All right. The Gator King is is reeling back, bringing that hand back to give a big old punch to the sleeping one right in the gut. And it lands. It lands. Okay, nice. Did nice. it kill him? Did it kill the sleeping one? Is he dead? Um, well, I don't know if you can hear, but he is crying. The sleeping one is crying. Um, so like that's, a, that's a win. Look, at a pleasure or at a pain or at a sadness, like a, betrayal. Like a very sad, childlike kind of crying. So like a big baby? All right, and the Gator King? Seems a little confused. Is also crying. Alright, so they're both crying. Everyone's crying. Okay, a lot of... You know what? It takes a lot of courage to cry. So I think that's kind of... That's kind of a fun moment. It's a good takeaway. Alright. And the Gator King is walking away crying. Okay. What? Crying. So... Walking away. I better finish the job. It's a big baby. Kill it. No. Yeah. Um... Take this as a lesson that, um, you know, courage can be in the form of tears sometimes. All right, I actually have to go, and everyone, please be safe and stay home properly. So, bye. A bit of a bummer, a bit of a disappointment. Yeah. Well, I mean, if I'd just punched a big baby, I'd feel real bad as well. I'd probably hide. Yeah. So, okay, can we? We should stop and talk about this, Xander, because I think like you're probably a little more used to dealing with like things like the sleeping one than i am i mean you certainly are and i just had the problem like i mean i avoid it because of all the terror and like destruction and etc but even like when we've sort of crossed paths and like i have to run away very quickly i feel like it's just one of those things that i can't even like look very closely like my eyes just sort of glance off of it when i when i do try to peer upon its form yeah well it's horrifying so can't blame you yeah but is it? Have you seen it? Is it a a baby? Well, it's very big. Typically, something that I don't associate with babies. I've never looked it in the eye. Okay. For obvious reasons. Uh-huh. But I would say that it's hocks. It's ham hocks. are awful fatty. Okay. Does it have, like, chubby little cheeks? Chubby little legs. Uh, haven't looked it in the face. Okay. Chubby little legs. Doppled skin. Hmm. Puffy little toes. Hmm. So I'd say that's very indicative of baby, and the fact that it's in a diaper doesn't help as well. I couldn't tell if that was, like, something that the Joels just did of their own volition, or... I mean, it says Cup of Joel on it, so... Okay, well, then there there is that. But they definitely put it on it deliberately. Well, if you're gonna keep something asleep for as long as they have, I guess... I guess that's sort of a necessity. Yeah, logistically, that's a big part of it. Well, weird. Kind of wish we hadn't gotten into that part of the conversation. Yeah, it's really foul, what we've been talking yeah, about here. Yeah, I blame you. Whatever. Let's uh, get a palate cleanser. Uh, talk to someone else about something else, I hope. Uh, another caller. You're on. Hey, gang, it's me, Goku, again. He, him. Oh, what's up, Goku? Good to hear from you. Hey, so I've been getting a lot of calls and a lot of texts about... Sort of a big, strange beast in town. Uh-huh, yeah, it's uh, it's destroyed a lot of stuff. Yeah, really, a lot of rubbish all over town now. It's really made a mess of things. When are you coming back so you can kill it? Yeah, we miss you. About that, I am out of town right now. I'm actually at a wedding. Oh. That simply won't okay. do. 
Wouldn't they understand yeah. if you just said, I've got to go kill a strange beast because it's yeah. destroying the place I, I, I live and love so much? Yeah, you can fly very uh, fast. Yeah, I, I... One sec, let me get away from that. So, Chi-Chi's been real pissed lately. She says that I love the town more than I love her. So if I bail on this wedding, she's going to know. And she's going to be I so guess. mad at me. I can't. This would be a last straw situation. She's going to leave me if I do this. Does she recognize that that's kind of selfish of her? We need your help. It's been a hard few years with her. Like, I've died a couple times, and I've come back from the okay, dead. Yeah, sure. And, uh, like, our kid's been in danger, and that's entirely my fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is all accurate. Uh, I keep accruing all these side characters, and they just live in my house. Yeah, that guy who tried to kill you not that long ago is like, I've noticed that y'all always hang out now. Yeah, you're going to have to be more specific. Uh, yeah, I guess I meant Piccolo, but it could have also been Vegeta. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a few more. People. There's a yeah. lot of backstory with me and Krillin, too, that not a lot of people know about. Oh, do I want to know? Legally, I can't tell you what it is. Okay. Hey, is he at the wedding? No, he's not. Okay, good. The last wedding that Android 18 went to, they destroyed the cake. Oh. By throwing Krillin into it. Huh. It's a tempestuous relationship. Yeah, that sounds like moderately unhealthy. I mean, I know Krillin can take it. He can, but he should? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, uh, just calling because I've got a lot of experience with big strange beasts. I was one for most of my childhood, so my only suggestion is... Either cover up the moon or cut off its tail. Um, neither. Mate, I don't think it has a tail. Or if it yeah. does have one, it's very, very small. Yeah. Hard to get to. And the moon, um, the only issue with that that I'm seeing is that it's roughly 200,000 miles away or something. Yeah, it's very far away. You can't just, like... Put an umbrella over it. Well, you know, I would do that, or I would destroy the moon, maybe. Like, if you fly towards it and use a big beam attack on it, you might bust it into pieces. I'd prefer if that didn't happen. Yeah, just my thoughts on the matter. Anyway, I gotta get back there throwing a bunch of things around. Okay. Uh, don't tell anybody I called, by the way. Okay. Um, I mean, this is live on the radio. If Chi-Chi finds out, she's gonna leave me. It's going to be its last draw. Okay. Well, I wouldn't want that. Um, she means it this Good luck. Time. Say hi to Vegeta for me. I will. All right. Bye, gang. Bye. What a pleasurable person. Yeah. You know, if I didn't love him so much, I would be like... You'd hate him. ...angry. Yeah. ...that he wasn't helping us. That's but. what a lot of people say about Goku. Either you love him or you hate him. Huh. But he's got this effect on people. You know, you try to kill him, and then you're his best friend. You're part of his entourage for the rest of your life. Or uh, he kills you. Yeah, or you're dead, option. yeah. That's yeah. the alternative there. One of those options, I would say, is generally better than the other. Anyways, um, wish he helped, but I gotta respect his boundaries, and you know, you gotta look out for your marriage, and he's done so much for us in the past. I guess he could have a sick day. Yeah. A little bit of PTO. Yeah, I mean, this has been going on for over a week. Maybe it's a long wedding. This, these are all things we should have brought up with him. Yeah, maybe. You know what? It is it is what it is. Gotta move on. So, no Goku coming to our rescue. Um, really, it seems like the whole team is probably indisposed. 
at the moment. So. I assume they're all at the wedding except for Krillin and 18. And they moved to Canada, so Classic. I assume they aren't going to help us. Whatever. Uh, let's talk to someone else. Maybe there's someone else out yeah, there. Let's get another fight, caller in. Fight there. strange beasts. Yeah. Uh, next caller, you're on. Well, hello there, Pan. It is I, Wendell Herman Gross the Fourth. He him. Calling regarding this strange beast that we have here, besetting our beautiful town. It's really a problem, huh? You know so much about strange and unusual things and creatures. Uh. What do, you, what do you got to tell us about this one? Well, I would like to know more about this particular beast. But from what I can tell, it is a frowsy little creature that probably has quite a bit of psychic power in its own okay. right. On account, none of us can look it in the face on our own. Yeah. What I was wondering if, it, if and this goes out to anybody who is combating this particular creature, I would pay handsomely for... A sample, or perhaps multiple samples, of its blood. What? Or perhaps a little bit of its flesh, or maybe even just like a core of its bone marrow. Or perhaps, now here's here's something that I am willing to proffer up. If someone may be able to capture the beast alive, and transport it thusly to my abode here, out in the forest... I have plenty of space for it in my menagerie abstruse, and okay. I would pay a price that no one else is willing to pay. What is that? Well, that is between me and for whomever does business with me. If someone is capable of subduing the beast and delivering it hence, I'm willing to offer them up a particular stone that contains over one million souls. Okay, that sounds bad. I know it sounds bad. But all of these souls were voluntarily given to the stone. I sing a little Koranach every day for them. That's, of course, a, a song or a lamentation for the dead, in case those of us do not know that word. Sure. Guess I gotta take your word for it. But in any case, I don't. It sounds like you don't have any sort of advice for how to deal with this. You're just asking other people. I'm just offering a, re a reward for anybody who may be able to subdue the beast, or if they do, unfortunately, end this creature's precious life, then I would settle for a sample of its blood or perhaps its bone marrow. Sure. Okay. Well, good to know, I guess. Um, I, You know what? Maybe this will motivate some people out there. If you want a gem with a bunch of souls in it for some reason, do us all a favor and maybe subdue this damn thing. Yes, that is my offer, and if you need to contact me, you may scry me at my usual scrying location, and you may also okay. find me on Signal. Good to know. That will be all for me. Salutation to you and yours, and good tidings to everyone. All right, yeah, um, thanks for calling. All right, bye-bye now. You know what, I still don't trust that guy. Sorry, I was in the bathroom that whole time. Sure, I can't blame you. You know, that um, thing doesn't flush at all. What? The toilet. Oh, you have to uh, the water take the tank cover off, and you have to reach in and pull up the handle manually so that the water will go down and flush. Get my hands all wet. Well, you fucking wash them afterwards. I don't want to touch the toilet water. It's not toilet water. It's just regular water. You don't reach but into it's the in toilet. But it's in a toilet. Reach into you know, the tank. it's in a toilet, so it's toilet water. It's a in different chemical. Speaking. It's chemical X. I'm oh, sorry, we're recording a show. 
uh, hello, uh, look, I, I need, I have something. Yeah, stop knocking. This is very annoying for I the need, audio. Come in. Just okay, come in. Okay. Who are you? I'm uh, Marie Starbeam. My pronouns are she, her. Hello. And I was listening uh, to your show. Love the show. But I have a cassette, and I heard that you have a cassette player. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we do. Yeah, somebody delivered it. Wait, are you the person who found the cassette by the spotlights the other week? Yes, I am. I am. And I just have not been able to play oh. what is on this tape. Because, like, who has a cassette player? Nobody. Yeah, ain't nobody. Right? But I just, I think, what like, wouldn't it be cool to find out what's on the cassette? Because, I don't know, maybe something else. I don't know. Yeah, it could be something. Uh, yeah. I've been curious. Yeah, I almost forgot about it. You ever just sort of, like, turn your attention away from something for a minute and forget about it for two weeks? What were you Absolutely. saying? I wasn't... What? <laughs> I, get, I, I get it. Were you making a joke? <laughs> no, I was I looking it. at my phone. Oh, yeah. Okay. A lot okay. of pop-ups on this, this phone. Guy. Yeah. Well, here's the here's the cassette. All right. Yeah. Let's pop it in. Um. Put on my blue suede shoes and I boarded the plane. Look down and
Okay, I've I think I know I've said this before, but walking in Memphis is just like it's it's occupies this weird space where it's like a banger, and I also it just makes me so angry. Yeah, I'm kind of disappointed. Uh, I thought I don't know why I thought something would happen, but um, yeah. Well, I'm just I guess thanks for letting me use your uh, tape player. Well, I gotta go. Can I have my cassette back? Or do you do you want it? I mean, I'm the only person with a tape player, so I guess yeah, I could. I'll, if you, you ever want to come it. back and use yeah, it. Yeah, I'll just visit it. Yeah, we, could, right. yeah. we could listen right. to it again. I'm gonna, yeah, I probably will. I'm going to go. Well, thanks. thanks. Um, bye. All right, bye. Salutations. Thanks for, Th- for showing up, you know? Yeah. Pleasure to see you. Yeah, I'm glad to know what was on that tape finally um i also was expecting a little bit more something you know not that song for sure yeah yeah something that would solve our problems or something like that but that oh well i mean that solved the problem of like remembering the song lyrics you know we know that a little better yeah that wasn't really a problem that i had exactly maybe we should listen to it again just to know no, uh, you can later, All but right. right now we're going to take another caller. Time for another one right now. You're on. Oh, hello. It is me, Heimlich. He, him. What's going on, Heimlich? It's been a while. Well, I was wondering, I heard you talking a few weeks ago about some forest cultists that were messing with beams. Yeah, that did happen. I have a way to kill this big beast that you have roaming around town that you need killed. Yeah, what's what's the plan? So, as you may know, I am a photosynthetic being. Yeah. And so are my little mushroom children that I propagate. Uh-huh. If you Only give me the location of this cultist beam facility, I will devour the beam... And become a big strange beast myself. Perk your ears up and see if you can hear, like, a beam. And go that way. Also, you're telling me to follow my heart? No, your ears, but I guess you could try your heart, too. Okay, I go through the tree. How about that? Sure. And then through the woods, I am so lost. Oh, wait, I think I see something. Oh, my. There are a lot of hoods that are dead in here. That's too bad. They are all dead, and the, the giant beam machine is still running. Hmm. I think they all got killed by the beams. Yeah, that, would, that tracks. 
Well, I suppose it's time for me to devour them, and then I shall go fight your strange beast for you. Yeah, is that a good idea? Uh, it's worth a shot. Alright, here I go. I turn on the machine. Oh, there's the big beams. I'll open my mouth like so. Hmm, that didn't sound good. So I do not want to talk with my mouth full. Okay, Heimlich is now bigger than ever. Hmm, how big are you? I'm 45 feet tall. That's pretty big. It's a good thing there's this big thing here that says height. Yeah. So now I'm going to go fight your super big beast myself, yeah? Okay. And then after cool. I devour its body, I shall consume its essence and become the greatest creature of all time. You know, I'd kind of prefer if you didn't eat it. Then no one can eat me. What? Or my little spoilings. I don't know about that, man. Pain, would you would you mind speaking to me privately here? Yeah, sure. Heimlich, just give us a second. Okay, I shall be waiting right here for you. Yeah, what's uh, what's going on? Don't think that that was a very good idea. Letting him devour the beam like that and becoming 45 feet tall. I didn't really have any sort of option to stop him. So. I think this is sort of like a living metaphor for the United States during the World Wars. You know, we had to fight a big monster, no. but then we then we made a big monster. You know, to fight the big monster. Sure, I guess. This could, yeah, this Heimlich character might kill the uh, the strange beast that we got on our hands, the sleeping one. You know, but then he's going to get bigger. Then he's going to have the the spoilings to deal with. I think we got to nip this one in the butt. And how would you recommend we go about that? Well, if it were me, you know, if I weren't retired, I'd say shoot him with a gun. Okay, not going to do that. Or decapitate him with a giant sword. No. Or trick him into walking into the sun, like in the Iron Giant, the book. You're really serving up a lot of bad ideas so far. Well, I'm not, you know, I'm not here for the ideas, you know. I'm just here for color commentary. Okay. Maybe we just tell him to fuck off then, you know. Well, that wouldn't be very nice. Well, it's it's not about nice. It's about do you want one big strange beast or do you want one that's even bigger? Um, and there's a clear to intent to kill. Oh, that's true. Yes, we could try something. All right, let's get back on the phone. Hey, Heimlich. Yeah, I was listening to it the whole time. You did not turn the mic off. Okay, well, got me there. So then you already kind of know. You really fudged it up this time, much like mm -hmm. Marcus Mumford. Okay, cool. So listen, you already know what we're going to say. You don't want Heimlich around anymore? Well, I just don't want you, like, being a, a huge, strange beast, like, doing that sort of stuff, you necessarily. You don't want Heimlich to live his dreams that he had as of today? I guess not. Well, I don't not really. like you either. Okay, well, no need to be like that. I'm going to go in the forest, and the next time you see me, you will regret it. Sure. You're going to wish you let me become big, strange beast taller than ever. I mean, it sounds like that would have been worse, just given your demeanor right now. You're going to wish that I was the overlord of the, the whole town as a big mushroom photosynthetic creature with beam power energy. No, I don't think so. This is not the last you hear of Heimlich. Don't go in the forest unless you want a fight. Alright, I'll I'll keep that in mind. You stay away from me and my son. If you say so. Alright, I'm hanging up now. Okay, thanks for calling. Um yeah, good riddance. Goodbye. Sorry about your attitude problem. For real though. I think maybe we did dodge a bullet there, honestly. I think we made a bullet. 
I mean, again, I don't really want to, like, own that particular one. That wasn't our choice. It's like Mum always said, you know, Tuna makes you tall. Mm-hmm. Um, one's for me. One's for me, you know, everybody says that. Yeah. Uh, stop hitting your brother. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, you get what you ask for. Okay. And I'll sure. That guy's asking for a knuckle sandwich, you know what I mean? On toasted raw bread. Sounds pretty good. No pickles, if you know what I mean. I don't want to know. Let's move on. I thought we maybe had something good on our hands, but uh, turns out it wasn't, so... It's a big enemy if I ever did see one. Yeah. Gotta keep searching for something that might help us, so let's uh, let's get another caller on right now. Caller, you're on. Hi, my name is Josh. My pronouns are he, him, and I am just a kind of annoyed that no one's even talking about me. Are uh, you Josh Groban? No, I mean, no. I mean, I love Josh Groban. One of the best Joshes around, but... For sure. I just, like, if you guys are talking about Strange Beasts, I am a huge grass monster, essentially. Oh. Like, I'm a human, humanoid shape made of grass. I'm 40 feet tall. Whoa. And no one's even mentioned me. Well, so, what kind of havoc are you causing? I mean, none, because I'm... No rancor? No, I'm not doing any of that. But I feel like I should get some credit for not doing that. Right? I'm here. I live in the meadow by the forest that's near the swamp. And I don't bother anyone, which I think is really nice of me. So you want some sort of medal for not causing a bunch of havoc and... Killing a bunch of people? I mean, I'm a nice guy, is the thing. Is what you're saying is that you're tired of lying down and taking it? Getting walked all over? I I just want some cre- I do want some credit. I don't think That's a bit that, of a grass joke. I also don't appreciate grass jokes. Mm, I don't even yeah. want to acknowledge what you were joking about. That's fair. I do appreciate that you're not destroying anything, but like, I don't destroy stuff. Most of us don't, really. I don't get a medal in the mail every day that I don't blow up a building. Yeah, but when I became a 40-foot-tall grass creature, I could... It's so easy for me to just break stuff. All of the gamma radiation that made me huge and also made out of grass makes Mm -hmm. me capable of knocking over buildings. And throwing cars and smashing like mailboxes and stuff. And yet I'm not doing anything to anybody. And no one's like, oh, thanks, Josh, for being chill. Thanks for not being Mm. a douchebag. Thanks for being just like a good neighbor. Right? Right, sure. But I could kill people with my fists. So I guess I'd say this, you know, thanks for not doing that. You know, grateful and all. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. But, like, who cares? <sighs> Sandra, can you stop antagonizing Josh? It makes me want to smash stuff. Well, don't do that, you know. <laughs> Nobody told you to be a big grass creature. Well, I didn't know that was going to be what happened when the scientist asked me, hey, do you want 50 bucks to be in an experiment? Uh, it's not a lot yeah. of money for that. Yeah, that's, that's unfair. Did you get the money, though? Yeah, but, like, I thought I could, like, I don't know, buy some more 
seltzer because I just some of it's kind of expensive. Yeah, and mm. the prices are going up. You know, with the, yeah, the conflict true. going on here. Yeah, mm. supply chain stuff is a mess here in town. <sighs> yeah, tell me about it. How about this? Um, have you think about it, you're, you're getting angry. You want to smash. You want to kill. Yeah. You ever thought of going after this sleeping one here? Oh, see, yeah, now we're talking. I mean, that sounds like like a good idea, but I'm also, because I've been trying not to smash stuff, I don't even know if I'm, like, I know I could smash stuff. But, like, have I been training to smash stuff? I don't know. Uh, yeah, you're right, it'd probably kick your ass. Sleeping one doesn't appear to have any sort of training, so. I mean, maybe I could try it. Do you guys want me to try it? Yeah, go ahead. No. Give it a go. Give it a shot. Yeah, see why not. Okay. Maybe we would give you a medal for that if you could deal with. Yeah, this maybe problem. if you could win that fight, you know, give it a really nasty grass cut. I feel like the lesson I'm learning is that I should fight. Oh wait, 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 wait. This might be a, another bad call on our part. Do we want two strange beasts in town? We already got one biggie, and it's doing a lot of damage. But you're saying I could get a medal. Well, nobody's yeah, nobody's All saying right. that there's going to be a medal. I'm going to go get a medal. I yeah. All right, I gotta go. I'm going to go try to fight the. All right. One. Okay. Do your best. Okay. We're all praying for you. Um, okay. This is the most affirmation I've gotten in a long time. I'm going to well, go. Know. I'm all right. Bye. So, anyways, um, we actually have time for one more caller. All right, let's get him on there. You know. Yeah. All right. Uh, last caller. You're on. My name is Honest Joel, he, him, and I am calling here to tell you that there is something you need to know about the sleeping one. Okay, what's up? I was a member of a special team years ago when I was an infant child. Uh-huh. Myself and many other Joels happened upon a creature of immense size that was wreaking havoc everywhere it went. Okay. So we got together and we put it to sleep, and that creature was the sleeping one. Yeah, I figured as much. He has some sort of infant baby mm -hmm. in a very large body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This all checks out. And when he gets cranky, he smashes things because of his immense size. Sure. So we created a lullaby for him mm -hmm. featuring a hit song from the period. It was the only thing that would do what needed to be done. Back then, we thought we were doing the right thing. Yeah. I have since discovered... That there are more like this creature out there. What? It has a family. A family from a different dimension. And they okay. are searching for him. Desperately. I see. And the song that I have delivered to you in that mysterious cassette will be the beacon that lights their way towards us. Oh. They are very likely larger than the sleeping one and more destructive. But they are on their way to grab their baby child. Okay, so it sounds like you've kind of invited a real uh, escalation of our problem. How many of them are there? I reckon there are a family's worth of them. Okay. Whatever that I means mean, to you. Sure, yeah, somewhere between 1 and 17. But they love their baby infant child, and they will do anything to come and get him. And they may or may not be pissed at us for having kept him for so long. Sure. What do we do now? Prepare for the worst because it's on its way. Great. Okay. Shit. The other Joels Whatever. are trying to trek my location, so I cannot stay here for very long. All but right. that is my yeah, warning well. to you. Thank you for broadcasting 
the tape and prepare for more mayhem. Great. Perfect. I love that. Pray to All whatever right. god you believe in. Now is the time. Okay. Um, this sucks. Alright, goodbye. <sighs> Bye. It's a real sour pickle we find ourselves chomping into here. Don't like yeah. the sound of that. No. Have you ever fought more than one strange beast at a time? No. Me neither. Because mm. it would be... That would kill me. Yeah. Really sounds like we've exhausted most of our options for fighting these sorts of things, so not looking good. Yeah, if you thought things were bad before, you know, hard to say how bad they are going to be now. Maybe our yeah. grass person will, will be the, the salvation. Yeah, I guess the thing is that now that the family's on the way, um, if the grass person, um, if Josh kills the sleeping one, then... Uh, oh, that's much worse. Yeah, that'll probably make things worse. Oh, that's a bit of dramatic irony right there. Yeah, we don't want that to happen, especially now. Now more than ever. Oy, someone should tell Josh about this. Well, I'm going to go... I'm going to go prepare, and by prepare, I mean... I'm going to find a bunker or something to hide in. Yeah, good thinking. Probably do that, too. Maybe try to help organize town defense. Uh, see if there's anything we can do. Should be fun. Yeah, thanks for having me. You know, my my agent will be sending you an invoice. I'll probably just throw it in the trash. Thanks for coming on. Uh, everyone out there, stay safe. I gotta go. Hi there, gang. It's Mr. Dazzle. And you've been listening to my favorite podcast, Subtle Frequencies. So there's a lot of things that I bet you're asking, like, how could I contribute to the betterment of this podcast? Well, there's a lot of things you could do, like you could like and subscribe us, or you could, perhaps, or it's not really an or as much as it is an and, because I want you to rate it. I want you to give it a five-star rating. I don't want you to ironically give us a one star and say something like, I don't know what's happening. This is all confusing. This podcast is too loud. I want a five star rating because I want you to be honest. There's another thing you could do. You can go on our podcast and you can give us a tip so that we can eat and live and breathe. Thank you so much. We also have a website, it's called SubtleFrequencies.com And then we got an Instagram account, it's called at SubtleFrequencies That's not spelling it out, it's the at sign and it says SubtleFrequencies And then tell your friends, tell your uncle, not that uncle And tell your kids, they're probably gonna like it I know you think they don't think you're cool But I've been talking to them a lot and they actually respect you a lot more than you think Next time on Subtle Frequencies. And here's your change. I got one penny. I got two pennies. I got a nickel. Oh no, that ain't a nickel. I'll take it. All right, Pan, we've got the station surrounded. There's 30 of us and only one of you. Come out with your hands up. Wait, who are you? We're the democratically elected militia we know what you've done and we're here to end your reign of terror look i don't recognize this organization at all so um i'm just gonna go ahead and leave uh, i'll see you later that is your right all right thanks thanks for coming by <laughs>